0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Bart DZ podcast. I do have a special announcement to make, which is that this is the last episode of the Bart DZ podcast. Um, some new things have just kind of come into light over the past few weeks. It's been a while since the last episode, which I, s- I feel like I say a lot. You know, there is a lot that goes on in my life in between these episodes. And, um uh, You know, uh, one thing... I mean, it's for multiple reasons. I guess I'll just get right into it. Um, You know, I think that... It's really hard to... Stay uh, fresh and productive with this show when there's so much going on with, like, my uh, academic life. And work life too i mean i'm just constantly trying to work and make money in an economy that's really uh where it's just difficult to do that for me at least and um the more i i think about it the more i realize that um i think there's reasons why the podcasters i listen to even have podcasts i think it's it is almost like a privileged sort of class thing in the sense that, um, I think you have to be a little bit rich to do the do have a podcast and make it run. I mean, for one thing, you do have to have a, a lot of time away from work, I think, have a lot of some decent amount of free time and just like, uh, just the equipment in general. Uh, I, I, I just have such a hard time believing that there's a lot of podcasters out there that have successful podcasts who don't also have a lot of money because, I mean, I've been doing this on a computer that's basically broken and should be thrown in the trash. It's it's literally that bad. It's an old Lenovo from five or six years ago, and it never has worked good. And now it's just like a uh, a shell of its former self and i'm surprised it still runs i can't even close it because the um the bottom part like the keyboard part is it's like broken it's actually broken it's so it doesn't sit level anymore and i can't even close the screen and take my laptop places and as you've probably noticed i'm just constantly dealing with um i forgot to put the windscreen on this mic that's all right I uh, always have issues with my cords. They never want to, you know, work right. Sorry, I'm getting the windscreen. I'm doing it. And um, let me slide that on there. Sorry if that was annoying. I just want the audio to be as, as good as it can be. Uh, yeah, it's just really... Uh, it's almost like not realistic you know i I, uh, I watch these more developed podcasts online like um there's a lot of them that I, I i watch and enjoy but they all have it's always like a a rich guy or celebrity Someone who just made a lot of money at some point in their life, and now they have extra time and and cash to throw around, and so they afford, you know, equipment that actually works, and they've got one or two people in the studio kind of helping them process all the data and everything. And um, I'm not trying to be a a complainer about like, oh, I I don't have this or that. I mean, clearly I've made it work with basically nothing for at least you know however many episodes i've done here and I, i am proud of that but at the same time like i don't think anyone cares like they don't no one is impressed by that and i think that people would rather just see like a consistent podcast if i'm gonna have one that has regular episodes and maybe even has video and stuff like that but it's all just so unrealistic for me that's more realistic for the version of myself who you know made you know like a million dollars when i was in my 20s you know but that's not me um but really uh, i almost feel like i'm misleading people because it's uh like i don't it's not really the reason why i'm i'm stepping away i think uh lately i've just had a lot of health issues come up or they've just collected and compounded and i think it's largely in part uh from from like stuff that i talked about like in the last i think it was the last episode i did where i talked about should i retire from grinding and i it, it is true that i've lived at an extremely fast pace and you know for the last 10 or 11 years uh with a vigorous work schedule and almost no money to be like a very small budget like the amount i make per year seems to change around but i've always i've always made less than 18,000 per year and it is really hard to live off that and be healthy too like have your body be healthy and um i don't really go to doctors very much i've just never had success with going to doctors and you know having them like fix my problem or you know fix the reason that i'm there it's always uh, like a band-aid slapped on a problem and then you know i'm dealing with it even worse or it's just the same a few months down the road or whatever so so I take care of most of my medical issues like by myself. I, uh, except for dentistry, um, and something else, what else do I usually go to the doctor for? Uh, it's, I guess it's mostly, mostly dental work and, and, you know, I got to go get my glasses checked. I just went and got my glasses checked a little while ago. And even that was its own like debacle where I got like all the money pumped out of me because I, uh, you know, I've come to realize, actually, I probably realized this for a long time, but like the, the modern medical industry, especially when we're talking about vision, maybe we would say that's like what op, optometry I'm, I'm not sure, but um, like they love, I think to take advantage of, Of just people who have bad vision that like everything costs so much when you need a new pair of glasses, you have to go get a new prescription. Now it's like it used to be every few years, now it's every year. And um that costs out the ass. Like I paid sixty nine dollars just for a refraction, which is like getting your prescription checked and um, come to find out A couple days later I got a surprise bill That oh you know It wasn't just $69 Actually you need to pay Another $169 On top of that And it was supposed to be 300 actually You know And it's like They It's just like uh, Parasitic Or like Predatorial You know um, I, I don't think those type of eye doctors understand like the damage they're doing to the poorer classes by having glasses be so much and the prescriptions and all that. Um, The only thing that's made it more bearable in our culture is the fact that uh, there's finally competition in the online market for cheap glasses, because I think, I think, you know, you you didn't see this many years ago, but lately it's, this is a new industry and that's because I think there systematically has been a lot of people like me who have been frustrated and maybe some of those people, you know, who had bad vision and just got um victimized by by the, you know, the modern eye doctor sort of industry. Um, I think they went on to create some of these companies. Uh, like you see uh Warby Parker or I buy direct Zinnia. Um, there's a bunch of them actually uh, out there. That's what I discovered. And I don't know that all of them are really trustable. All of them do a good job creating your prescription glasses if you have them. I just ordered from I buy direct uh, a couple days ago. And I was really uh, pretty impressed with how cheap my glasses were. I'm just worried that when I get them in the mail, that. They are going to be just like totally off on the prescription, but I don't necessarily want to just assume that because then my only other option is to go to Post vision Institute in St. Louis where I, you know, got my eyes checked. Uh, but like, and they do a good job. That's why I go there. But it's when I did my total on, on the lenses, just the lenses of uh, getting a new pair of glasses it basically totaled up with, you know, the high index 1.74 making the lenses thinner because otherwise I have Coke bottle glasses. Um, that plus with some anti-reflective coating and whatever, like it was coming out to be like 680 bucks. That's a lot of money for someone like me, you know, and I, it's almost to the point where if that was my only choice, for one thing, I wouldn't be able to afford it. That's more than the fees, the student fees I have to pay at SIU Edwardsville for a semester. And like I'm I'm to the point where I think if I didn't have other options, I would just be like, you know what? I'm not I'm not wearing new. I'm not getting new glasses. I'll just see the world. At, you know, in a, a less clear way. And I'll have to use my other senses more because um, <clears throat> I, I basically wouldn't have a choice I mean uh, I'm very thankful for these new companies coming out um, I buy direct, direct seems very cheap uh, Warby Parker seems to charge extra for the high index but I buy direct didn't which actually amazed me Um but I'm just worried that the quality won't be there once they come in the mail. I guess that remains to be seen. But you know, that's just like everyone's trying to pump money out of me too. Um, maybe you're dealing with this as well. Um, you know, just the other day I had to pay 150 bucks to get my uh, license registration for the car. You know, in in Illinois it used to be like a hundred bucks. Now it's you know 150 and. It's like, are they just going to keep raising the prices on all this stuff? You know, like at one point, at what point am I supposed to just go to like some government office and be like, Hey, you know, like I, I can't afford to be alive, you know, like I can't afford to be a, a contributing member of society. Like, I, I feel like I've almost actually been pushed to that point. You know, I think some people... Probably just commit suicide when they reach that point. They feel like they can't, like they are a failure, you know, or they just can't provide enough for themselves, you know, when we're talking about rent and, and bills, and your phone bill, your, your car bill, the car itself, which is probably falling apart all the time. You know, it's like, um, I'm not trying to be negative. I'm just, I'm just trying to be real, you know, uh, And that's you know i went on off a tangent there but really it's not um it's not even the health issues either really it's it's important i mean um so the the eyeglasses thing i mean i've been dealing with that my whole life basically but um lately with you know with the fast pace living of the last decade or so i've just seen health fall off in other parts of my body too like I have big clumsy clown feet basically. And I've, I've stubbed my toes so much that I've, I'm like, seriously, like messing up my feet living in this small trailer where I'm constantly stubbing my toes and my my toenails are all jacked up. And you know, that's a small thing. Um, dealing with athletes foot too, though, which, uh, I think is something that, um, which I think is just like a ringworm, basically, and that's, I've I've heard that that ringworm is is one of those things that follows people around who are poor and don't have a lot of money, um, so I think I probably have that too, and uh, yeah, like my teeth, I'm just, I th- I'm starting to worry that a lot of the alcohol I've drank over the years which has been a lot you know when i'm when you're this poor and you're you know you're not like out there meeting new people you're just stuck in your trailer you know grading papers or you don't have money to go out or your glasses look all scratched and disgusting and the coatings peeling off because they're five years old and there's You know, not fashionable in the first place. All these things compound to make someone like me not really want to go out because then I feel like I'm just spending money to sit at the bar and watch other people have a good time. And that's not what I want to spend my life doing. Uh, That's just not my character. That's not who I'm I'm supposed to be, I think. You know, I'm not supposed to be a, a background character who's just there to watch the main characters, you know, have a good time, you know, but um, I think uh, another serious problem that I seem to be facing, and I I don't know how serious it is at this point, but um, I I think I'm going to have to stop smoking uh, cannabis flower because uh, when I smoke lately, it seems like I get a bit of a burning sensation in my the left like part of my lung. And it's really got me worried. I am I am worried that it's lung cancer. I am, and if not, maybe I am concerned it's something else, like maybe the onset of emphysema or a collapsed lung or something. I mean, I don't know anything about collapsed lungs or emphysema or even really lung cancer, but uh, I just know when I smoke lately, I don't really feel right. And... Uh, so it's time for me to finally put it down, and you know it has become a regular part of my life. It's something that helps me deal with stress, and I use it medically. I'm a medical cannabis patient, and all that. Uh, but I, I, it's starting to look like I'm not going to be able to even use my medicine anymore. And uh, I know some of you are thinking, well, well you can use edibles. You, you know, you'll be fine. Just take some of those. You know. Uh, Edibles they sell But it's like I don't like those They don't uh, I have a high tolerance for them They don't affect me You know Some people say They get high off like 10 milligrams That to me is like I'm not even going to feel that Uh, You could give me A thousand milligrams Brownie or something And uh, It's still not really Going to do much to me I'm going to be very You know Just be able to function Like normal I might feel it at that dosage But I probably I think I probably won't uh, last time I had edibles, ones that I made And they were made with hash And I think I had issues where I wasn't decarboxylizing it enough But I remember I, the first batch I made w- with uh, It was like live resin We just had so much of it around at the time uh, And uh, I just started making these, these cookies or something like that And uh, they were ridiculously strong I remember taking one was like being blasted with like a fire hose of THC, it was it was pretty cool, really. Um, like the whole my whole cerebellum would be like numb, and it was it was a crazy feeling. But uh, yeah, ever like since after like making those though, it just seemed like I never I never found that that potency again. And it may have had to do with decarboxylation. It could be having to do with uh, metabolism And uh, having a tolerance to it And all that sort of thing But it's I'm just not interested in I mean, I'm, I'm more interested in the plant itself The lineage of all the different cannabis varieties That exist in our world And the stories of how they got to be here And the terpenes of the flower Really, I don't I'm not a huge flower guy. I'm more into hash and the concentrate because that's like most of the time it's like uh, the essence of the plant really just concentrated into like a juice basically or a, like a slime or, you know, a, a resin. And that, I love that. It, even The high to me is even better than the flower. It's less edgy and more balanced and potent and the flavor is really great. And complex, like a good coffee or something, you know. And, um, which by the way, I've, I'm drinking some pretty awesome coffee right now. It's uh, the La Colombe brand. I know they load this shit up with sugar, but it's the uh, triple shot draft latte. And man, it is so good. This is one of my serious, guilty pleasures. I love that they make a, a triple shot version that's like really a lot of caffeine. Um, but yeah, I just I, I've been a cannabis smoker for so long, even since I was in high school and stuff. But um, you know, I've I a lot of that was black market cannabis that I was smoking. A lot of it was really poor quality. You know, I did have good quality cannabis back in the day as well. You know, it was interspersed with really shitty weed and maybe it's all finally catching up with me at this time or maybe it's the fact that I smoke mostly joints now and that's the effect of like all the extra paper and gum on the you know on the paper that's affecting my lungs in a negative way or something Um, and then it could also just not be related to cannabis at all it could be all the car exhaust fumes that I've been breathing in lately When I do Uber Eats or DoorDash, it's uh, like it's a lot of waiting in line at at fast food places in the drive through, especially post-COVID, where they don't always have the dining area open. And that's always seems to be a lot slower. A certain restaurant, it it changes from restaurant to restaurant, depending on the staff and their setup. But like sometimes it's faster to just go through the drive through and pick up the order that way but a lot of times I'm breathing in car exhaust and I think I think it's mostly my own car and you know I've I've been trying to work on the catalytic converter it just I drive a 2013 Honda Accord Sport and it has all these issues with fuel and fuel disbursement and all the like I I can't explain it cuz I'm not a car person but I have to use like super high quality gas or the malfunction light comes on and this even caused me to replace the O-ring on my car and the catalytic converter. And I still am dealing with the exact same problems. And it's a little weird because when I first got the car, it didn't seem to have this problem at all. It seemed like the problem showed up maybe about a year after I owned the car. The malfunction light just turns on randomly and it'll turn off. And I uh, it's just I don't even want to get into it. It's so frustrating. I probably already have talked about it on this show, but... Um, like, I just breathe in a lot of that car exhaust And I'm in my car driving around a lot Trying to make these Uber dollars And uh, it's probably a lot of brake dust that I'm breathing in Maybe it's a combo of these two things, you know Like, maybe the the cannabis is like exacerbating the issue From breathing in so much car exhaust or something, you know Like, that could be possible uh, But I'm preparing myself for the worst Hoping for the best You know I'm I'm comforted by Really the uh, You know the podcaster Eben Eben Britton And the uh, Eben Flow podcast You may not remember him from uh, The Mike Tyson Hot Boxing podcast He used to be the co-host of that And uh, really, kind of spiritual, likes to talk about you know psychedelics in the mind and uh, transcending, you know, life problems and stuff like that. And um, one thing he talks about on the show a lot is uh, like you get to a certain point uh, as an adult, you know, we're we're constantly circ- seeking these pleasure giving substances or or activities. And, you know, like he says, like it gets to a point where, you know, you can smoke all the, all the weed in the world. You can have all the sex, you can eat all the best food. You can, um, you know, do, do all these pleasure giving things and and still feel empty in the end, you know, um, you drink all the alcohol drink all the sugary coffee drinks but eventually you know you're gonna get tired of that or it's gonna run its course through your life your system and you won't be able to do it anymore or you're, it's just it won't give you that same rush that same satisfaction that same pleasure and uh Like, I think that's where I'm at with with cannabis. Unfortunately, like, I think I've just... I still love it. I love the plant itself. But it's time... It's probably time for me to step away from doing it, at least on a regular basis. Maybe, you know, every now and then I can break some out. Or, you know, maybe... I I really do hope I can, you know, still smoke a bit of hash in the future. And, uh, you know, if you're listening to this, I just... You know you end up growing some nice homegrown At some point you know definitely I hope you'll break it out You know when we when we meet I may not smoke it I may just smell it and you know Like uh, admire it from a distance But like uh, I'd like to think you know I can still share a joint with, with my friends Every now and then or something you know But definitely for the time being I have to really lay off it And let my lung heal if it's gonna heal um, If not Then it's like You know, I may be looking at dying at an early age. You know, I'm not going to get a cancer treatment. It's not affordable for someone like me. And uh, maybe I would apply for some or like qualify for some type of special insurance or special medical care. But I kind of doubt it at this point in our society when everyone's just in it for themselves. Um, I just find that really hard to believe And uh, I, ju- I just have this This theory that Millennials Who make less than 18k per year Are, are probably dying really young And I, I think maybe it's just something we're not hearing about I could be wrong You know, I haven't actually researched this. I don't know where I would go to find the data, but I just have a feeling more and more millennials are probably dying like in their early thirties or, you know, late thirties. I've definitely had some friends pass away that just seemed like way too soon. And I'm, I worry that I'm next, you know, that I, uh, only have maybe two or three years left on my life and that. You know this this thing with my lungs is just it's kind of the end, for, beginning of the end for me. And you know, I've, one thing I've told myself a lot lately is I I just feel like an old doll that's falling apart, like your old stuffed animal from childhood that's still up in your attic or whatever. You you know, have some old GI Joe from when you're when you were a kid that's just you know just falling all apart or whatever. It's like uh. I kind of feel like that, you know, like I don't feel like I'm I'm dying like I just want to curl up in the f- the fetal position and uh wilt away like an old plant or whatever, like I just um Yeah, I just feel like um just kind of my seams are coming looser and I think I need to devote more time to to the actual health of my body Which is one of the reasons I want to Maybe call it quits on this podcast At least for now I do want to return Maybe with a new podcast Or a different uh, Different fresh feel But For the time being I think I need to Maybe step away from this Especially because You know One of the large motivators Or one of the things that helped me sit here And like Open up And yeah, just being able to actually just sit here for such a long time is really the cannabis and the. You know, often I'll have a beer or something too. Um. And I, to be perfectly honest, I just don't really want to do the show without it. I don't. I don't want to do the show sober. I don't want to sit here for so long. I. I just come to realize there's like. I think there's just certain things I don't want to do sober. Um, There's there are things that I enjoy while being sober, but I don't know that this is going to be one of them. You know, like one thing I enjoy while being sober is like meeting women or you know being on a date or something. That's that's definitely something I don't need to be high for and would probably rather not be high in most instances. Uh, And you know, making money That's something I can do while sober That still feels fun uh, You know, just like increasing my financial security And, you know, of course Like playing with my kid and stuff And visiting my, my daughter And uh, those are things that feel Like I don't I really care if I'm high or sober Or whatever It's just a, an enjoyable thing to do um, but I just have a hard time picturing myself being able to sit down here time and time again and do interviews with people or just rant on myself and not have some sort of inebriation to take the edge off. I mean, I'm doing it right now, and I feel like this podcast has been going okay. I'm not even really um doing all the annoying things I usually do like smack my lips or say uh num no, too much uh, because that's like stuff I have to edit out later usually it's just too distracting but uh yeah you know I'm like I just feel exhausted by all the lack of good equipment I I don't feel like I can even really do interviews at least not in in person every interview if I wanted to do them right now they'd have to be over zoom and man just like even all the scheduling It's way more challenging than I thought to actually schedule people for a podcast But uh, trying to do that and make money, you know, in the gig economy While, you know, I wait for, like, my teaching job to come back in the coming semester Like, it's just, it's a lot It's a lot to demand of yourself And then I have all these, like, health problems that are just festering And it's like, who am I, you know, like, who am I serving right now you know obviously I have an audience a small one but it's still an audience and I I want to entertain you and everything and you know be a a podcast that you listen to but what good is that if it costs me my long-term health and my long-term goals and I think that's a price I shouldn't be trying to pay in the end you know you just have yourself and I think Um, it's time I need to take care of myself because my vessel, the vessel that holds my mind is like disintegrating, you know, and if it disintegrates enough, you know, my mind will float on to a different place. Uh, you know, whatever comes in the next world, then we know whatever comes after life, um, which maybe it's nothing, but I don't actually believe that. Uh, I believe, you know, your soul stays around at least for a little while. I don't know if permanently, but uh, I do think your soul stays here after life. But your body obviously has to be a part of the life cycles that just simply exist. You know, you're not going to always be a vibrant, healthy, young plant, you know, eventually some of your leaves start yellowing, and uh, you can't produce flowers anymore, and, um, you know, you start yellowing up, then the bugs start coming, because they see the yellow, that's their sign. says, hey, time to move in, and break down this plant, and then all the microbes take over from there, and uh, it's the cycle of life, and you know, I just don't know which part of the cycle I'm I'm at at this point. Uh You know, I may have done myself in with all my cannabis smoking, which has a, a lot of the time been to cover up boredom, loneliness, uh depression, stress. Probably depression the least, it's mostly the other things, stress, loneliness, boredom. Um and I think a lot of those issues stem from me not making much money in my life, making poor financial decisions and that's like a combination with also not really having a very active like dating life or um like it's I live in a small town where it's not very easy to meet people especially if you're not on Tinder, which I just in the past have never been good at. I've been kind of like forcing myself to do research in that area and read books and like just content about how to be more like have a higher value, you know, on the dating scene or just in the eyes of the people you're trying to attract. But uh, so I feel better and better in that department, especially when I get these new glasses, I'll feel more comfortable with my, my actual physical image. And I'm sorry, but it's not all on the inside you know it's not um what's on the inside is most important I think the real truth of it is that people do care what your physical image is and what you know how well you're taking care of your body and the clothes you're wearing and it's I just it it's a crock of shit that that's not Important. I mean, what's on the inside is probably most important and everything and has a high importance, but so does your physical image. I mean, it's just the truth, and it's a truth that a lot of people want to deny. Um, I think it's just because it's an, it sounds nice to say, like, oh, you know, it, it doesn't matter. It's Maybe it's just a way of, like, placating people who are falling short of, you know, taking care of their physical body. You know, I, I don't know. I, I really don't know. Or is it just something that like sounds nice? Like we should have world peace, you know. But you know, we're never really gonna have world peace. Um, it just sounds nice in the mouth. Uh, but I'm just I'm just done with all that, you know. Like I don't I don't want to spend my time doing things I don't want to do. And like I said, like I, I want to come back to podcasting though. I hope my life path leads me back to podcasting, hopefully sooner before later, you know, I just maybe need to get some more equipment and I I need to get my health in check, or at least be able to ascend to a higher plane of consciousness where I don't need a pleasure device or substance to enjoy Like activities in my life Like podcasting um, uh, Or playing guitar even Like I haven't really Barely played any guitar The past little while It has a lot to do with uh, me You know having to step back From cannabis Uh, I'm like afraid to smoke it now Kind of Uh, Which is a bummer You know I really enjoy it and it's, I've had this thing that I enjoy is stripped away from me now And I'm kind of like, I feel like I'm actually handling it pretty well But it's just like, it's hard to break a habit that's basically hardwired into you now And um, I keep like, you know, going back to it against my better interests But like, it's something I'll just have to stop doing Because unless I want to die at a young age, I mean my lungs are not invincible. You know, They're capable of the cells that make up my lungs are capable of dying and being damaged. And I think maybe I'm having a little of that, or maybe it's just swelling or something going on. And but I don't, I don't think I'm going to live forever. And really, just this all coming about has made me has forced me basically into trying to become more comfortable with the idea of death and dying. And I'm trying to look at it like a gift now. Like you know, say I come down with cancer and then 3 years down the road I'm I'm just on my deathbed then you know I'm just um I'm going to have to look at it like a gift cuz you know maybe it is and um I'd rather look at it like that than as something that's Sad like shitty Situation that I you know like I'm SOL shit out of luck you know like I don't really want to Think about it like that I'd rather Think about it like an amazing Gift you know Uh, But you know that's all I I really got I don't Have much more to say beyond that Other than you know um, I hope that this Is goodbye for now not Goodbye forever uh, and if you have enjoyed this podcast and listening, I really appreciate you know you tuning in and, and listening. I hope you got something out of it. Um, whether it was just info about starting in on growing your own cannabis, or you know just like thinking about your life more or something. Uh, <clears throat> I should add maybe you know for those of you that do still smoke a lot of cannabis, and maybe that's one of the reasons you listen to the show like. I hope that you'll start to think about different ways of smoking it or ingesting it. Don't involve wrapping it up in a a paper or, I don't know, just all these unhealthy things we add to it. Like the, just even the lighter fumes, like having the, you know, lighter, like maybe try hemp wick or something every now and then. Or maybe try smoking through a, a water bong and having the smoke get cooled down and maybe it's better for your lungs you know who knows or maybe don't hold in your hits for so long and um i heard you're not even really supposed to do that anyway but you know or look at smoking hash with uh you know that i saw it on uh, youtube the other day on the uh, bubble man world's channel he smoked this joint that was like uh The whole joint was just hash. And there was, I think the way they made it was they wrapped some hash around like a toothpick or something like that and then took out the toothpick. And it was just like a joint that was totally made out of whatever you're smoking. You know, there was no weird uh, paper imported from some other country and with gum slathered on it to help it stick together like. I don't know, man, we, sh- we shouldn't really be pounding our bodies with these these things. We're not supposed to really be smoking, you know, like I think about all the cheap vapes out there and all the weird, how they infuse it with vitamin E or like MCT oil or something. It's like, man, you're not supposed to be smoking that shit. You know, like there's so many better options for you. And, you know, do you really want to end up like me down here at the end of the road with, you know, feeling like you got a hole in the left part of your lung? It's like, you know, take steps now to not end up where I'm where I'm at. You know, like I'm not saying stop smoking cannabis or stop growing it like you should we should all be praising the plant. I think for all its positive things that it gives society, you know, it is a medicine and it is a. A great recreational drug too and it's just a beautiful plant that deserves to live in this world and not be persecuted by just like really overzealous political you know, people that have been radicalized politically basically and they they can't accept the fact that there's this living plant you know that god put here yet you want to you know tossed away and make it go extinct and you think you're a good Christian too, you know, well, God put that plant here and you're, you're saying God, God's design was incorrect. You know, like he, he made a mistake, you know, since when does God make mistakes? You know, like, um, if, if you challenged God on anything in front of these people, they would just, they would want to crucify you. And it's like, Oh but yeah this one thing This one thing over here he fucked up You know he wasn't supposed to The devil put that there Like give me a break You know like Maybe you know in addition To trying to you know Have a healthier outlook on 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 God's gifts Like maybe we need to stop you know Like having such unhealthy uh, Political Politically infused like ideologies And maybe you need to You know we need to be more critical about what what ideologies we promote and like what what we believe you know like um i've really ha- i really had to bite my tongue a lot on this podcast like I had to shy away from talking about vaccines and politics and the type of cultures that have um come to blossom in our in the current world of 2021 and um, that, that's been really upsetting for me, and I just feel it just makes me look down on on America and just see it as this like a uh, totalitarian or authoritarian environment where I'm not actually allowed to, uh, I don't really have free speech and I don't I can't just say what's on my mind. you know, there's certain things you can't say on, um, you know, I, I look at Spotify as my main platform. And it's like, you know, there's certain things I can't really say and, and have my show not get deleted or whatever, you know Or have the episode get deleted But, you know, so maybe when I come back I, I do kind of hope to infuse some politics I I no longer fear being cancelled Because I think we're all cancelled anyway um, When we have our society set up that, like this Like we're not supposed to talk Like, man, you're already cancelled You know, And, um, if you don't believe that, then, you know, I just think it's just going to be a matter of time before you're humbled and you realize that, you know, you're not as free as you think you are. And, you know, you can't say what you want to say. Um, it's, you know, there's, it's what the elites decide. You can say the elites in our society who control these, these platforms and, you know, have piles and piles of money and therefore power. Uh, so yeah, I hope you know when I come back I can talk more about politics and not be so scared and fear have the fear of being canceled. Like I, I just don't have that fear anymore. You also don't want to just start this whole big new show or whatever and then just go right into saying something that's clearly going to get you kicked off that platform i mean really we all need our own platforms that aren't connected to some elite or oligarch or whatever but it's just very hard to do in our current society but i think there's people working on that in the uh you know backstage in the background and um you know maybe the future will will be quite different uh but for now, you know, I've got to sign off and say, you know, I'll see you later. I hope I see you out in the actual world and uh, that we can, you know, share a good conversation. You know, maybe I'll have to pass on the on the joint for now, but maybe we'll uh, get a kombucha tea or um, just drink some really good water. I don't know. Uh, that's hey, that's good, too. Right. Uh, but man, you know, it feels so, so weird to say goodbye, but, uh, it's, it's, it's the most appropriate thing I think for me right now. And, um, you know, maybe I'll be back around and and have some other outlet for these, these thoughts. Uh, I, I certainly hope so, but, uh, until then take care everyone, take care of yourselves, the, the people around you, your pets, uh, your children, your plants uh, And yourself Take care of yourself it, You know, you can't take care of those other People, those other entities If you don't take care of yourself first um, So maybe if you take one thing away from this episode Maybe that could be it uh, But I, I've, I've really actually had a, a pleasure doing this You know, not every episode was easy to make but like they were all pretty fun this has been a really fun experience and it sucks to be leaving but it's you know probably for the best right now and uh i just hope this this road cycles back around or our paths cross once more but uh for now take care everybody i'll see you next time